Hi, this is Kathy. <laughs> and this is Charity. And you're listening to Macchiato Moms at Midnight. And we are pretty uh, sleepy today, I Pretty think. sleepy. And it's early. And giggly. Yes. Um, uh, so, this is a redo of our What is Love episode. Um, we recorded this like two weeks ago, at least. Yeah. And it disappeared. It Well, it didn't disappear. It's there. But it just goes, and that's it. And, that's and it's it. like 15 seconds. 15 seconds instead of um, an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. What is this? Well, it's telling us what keyword. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to eat It is recording, right? Yeah, What's it says recording. It's flashing. Okay. Must, that's the new update. iPad microphone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we do okay. have a microphone. Maybe we should try that sometime. <laughs> headset, headset is missing. It got, it's updated. Yeah. Huh. And that's why uh, our thing got deleted. Effects and filters. We're, I'm going to have to look at what Ooh, the new things are. you can add in music. music. <laughs> you guys, wah, wah, wah. we need to add an intro to this, but we're like super low budget. <laughs> and so we can't afford it. First of all, we can't afford to buy a computer to yeah. download actual recordings. Yeah, so. computers are expensive. It's freaking ridiculous. And I like they have those because we're looking at like homeschool laptops, you know. Mm-hmm. And Cody's like, just get one that is just for Luca to do stuff. And they have some that are like two hundred and fifty dollars that mm-hmm. say they're good for homeschool students. But I mean, two hundred fifty dollars, I really don't have that much faith in it. Yeah, exactly. like, I'm gonna get it, and then it's not gonna mm-hmm. have word. Yeah. Yes, like our computer, our laptop now, my husband got it, and he said, he picked all the things to go on it, and then I go, where's Word? <laughs> and he goes, oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> I'm like, why? <sighs> I can't type anything. Yeah. That, so, uh, thank you, Google Docs. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly like Pages better than Word. The mm. Apple... Word, Apple's yeah. version of yeah, Word. I haven't used it. That's what we use at work, mm-hmm. and it's so easy and so easy to understand. But well, that's what I they like say for everything with Apple. That's true. It's, it's user easy. friendly. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I want. A, why I bought a Mac. Me too. <laughs> I actually found I found refurbished Macs online that they give discount. Like they just mm-hmm. obviously it's refurbished, but I'm also afraid to buy one of those. Yeah. Why is it refurbished? Sometimes they have warranties. Like a limited, you can or you can purchase for warranty. Debbie, that's what hers is, is her refurbished. Oh, where'd she get it from? I don't know. Davy got it for her. <laughs> I think from Apple. She, does she even use her laptop? Debbie, do you use your laptop? <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. She's one. gonna <laughs> listen to this one. We shot it out for you. <laughs> no, that's a. Uh, yeah, we need a laptop. Yeah, so do we. Well, okay. Let's get this show on the road. <laughs> we're really hesitant to start it because we're thinking maybe we're going to go in a different direction. Yeah, like notes maybe God didn't let our recording record last time because we didn't talk about what he wanted to talk about. So now we don't know what to important. talk about. It is. See, it's weird that you say that. I was listening to just one of those like K-Love advertisements, I guess, mm-hmm. where somebody comes on and just says a little spiel. Not really even mm-hmm. advertising anything. They just talk, you know? And it was talking about um, the fruits of the Spirit and how love comes first because 
you can't have any of the other things without, without love. love. And yeah. I was like, man, because when we were first talking about it, we were like, are they in an order for any specific reason? Yeah. And nothing really said yes. But then I heard that, and I was like, okay, they are in an order for a reason. Because love is the most important love. That's what ties them all together. Yeah. Well, and there's a scripture that says that. So we're, we're going to go in the order, greatest I of think, all is love. right? Yeah, I got to eat water. Love's important. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going summer. to almost kind of wing it. We're going we're gonna to bring in some script. Well, first of all, we didn't want to talk about the like super cliche ver- scripture about love but you kind of have to mm-hmm. because it perfectly sums up what love is <laughs> so we're gonna read first corinthians 13 the whole chapter because it's really short and kind of break that down and then um just to recap we've talked about the holy spirit in our past episodes and um how he ca- how the holy spirit helps us in our everyday lives um and the holy spirit is like instrumental in present yeah well the holy spirit is present yes with us every single day if we allow him to be if we ask him to if we invite him into our day i don't know the cat she's coming (laughs) and she knows he helps us you know to pray he helps us to remember god's word when we need it um and he just transforms our way of thinking and that's how love, our, our thinking of love will start to like mm-hmm. connect to what God's way of thinking of love is. Because without the Holy Spirit, we can't love in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Um, in case you couldn't tell from our divorce rates and all of that. <laughs> divorce rates, cheating rates, yeah, open relationship rates. Murder. Look at Instagram. Mass murders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, none of those things involve love oh gosh the cat's gonna attack me I think. <laughs> <laughs> holy uh, spirit <laughs> yeah that i actually have a cute luca just like five days ago uh asked she asked if the holy spirit was really a dove and i was like i explained to her how it just depicts the holy spirit mm-hmm. and then like scripture about talks about how he's a bird hovering over and when the dove yeah. came down when jesus was baptized and she goes, okay, I didn't think that he was really a dove because ugh, birds can't live inside of me. <laughs> I was like, no, they can't. No, they can't. And the Holy Spirit does. <laughs> it was uh, super cute. That okay. is cute. So, um, and we're going to kind of talk about what love isn't. Well, that all ties into actually First Corinthians thirteen yeah. because seriously, and that there's just so there's so many scriptures on love mm-hmm. and how to do it right. Yeah, so hopefully we can tie in some like marriage, not advice because I feel like I'm not allowed to give marriage advice. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm too young, I guess. I don't know, but we're gonna tie in some what scriptural advice. Yeah. We'll say that about marriage and whatnot. So. Let's start with, Charity, do you want to read 1 Corinthians 13, or do you want me to? Uh, is it 1 through 8? Is that how long it is? Or is it longer than that? It's, we're going to read the whole thing. I don't have it pulled up. Well, I have it right here. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, on what I'm looking at, it says 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 3, and then 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Because the name of this chapter is just love the mm-hmm. superior way, at least in my Bible. Superior. 
Yeah. You guys should write that down next to your Bible, though. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like the little chapter titles in this one. Mm-hmm. They make it relevant. This is the Telling the Truth Bible. Or no, mm-hmm. not Telling the she Truth. She reads truth. She reads <laughs> truth. <laughs> telling the Truth is not a Bible. <laughs> but it is a really good app that you should download and yes. listen to. We've talked about it many times. But yes, this is the She Reads Truth Bible, and I absolutely love it. Charity gave it to me because mine broke. (laughs) (laughs) It literally just like fell out of the binding. Okay, so I'll read um, one through three, and then you read the rest. But what is the rest of it? Four through 13. Oh, okay. (laughs) ESV? What is this? It's, this one is C-E-B. Okay, okay. I want to read the same one. Yeah. Um, if I speak human or angelic tongues but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so that I can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give away all my possessions, and if I give over my body in order to boast... But do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It isn't jealous. It doesn't brag. It isn't arrogant. It isn't rude. It does not seek its own advantage. It isn't irritable. It doesn't keep a record of complaints. It isn't, hap- it isn't happy with injustice, but it is happy with the truth. Love puts up with all things, trusts all things, hopes for all things, endures all things. Love never fails. As for prophecies, they will be brought to an end. As for tongues, they will stop. As for knowledge, it will be brought to an end. We know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, what is partial will be brought to an end. When I was a child, I used to speak like a child, reason like a child, think like a child. But now that I have become a man, I have put an end to childish things. Now we see a reflection in a mirror. Then we will see face to face. Now I partially, now I know partially, but then I will know completely in the same way that I have been completely known. Now faith, hope, and love remain. These three things, and the greatest of these is love. That's such a beautiful chapter. It (laughs) is, and that, like, just five. Chapter five, six, and seven. It isn't rude. It doesn't seek its own advantage. It isn't irritable. It doesn't keep a record of complaints. Mm-hmm. Love puts up with all things, trusts in all things, hopes for all things, endures all things. I don't do that. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> I am irritable. Yeah. And, and I, I definitely keep, keep a list a of, of complaints. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Oh my gosh. We're doing that contentment challenge. So Charity and I, I don't think we've talked about it. We did it in our previous recording. But we're doing a contentment challenge about It is the worst. <laughs> yeah. Being content, <laughs> talk about complaints, and it's supposed to, you know, help us to not buy things we don't need yeah. and like just be frivolous. And um, somebody posted something today in our group that we're mm, doing doing it with, and it was about how being content also means not like complaining. And I was like, oh, (laughs) that's probably true. (laughs) And so you wake up in the morning and you're saying, man, I'm so tired. I didn't get enough sleep. I love that part. And I was just like, I say that literally all day. Every morning. 
I get to work and I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm like, why am I saying that? It's like, just like this automatic response. And so that's not necessarily keeping a list of complaints towards other people, but it's keeping a list of complaints of my life. Like I have a list of complaints about my life and that is the opposite of being content. Mm -hmm. Um, so that one really, really gets me. Uh, but I really like the, that, that portion for marriage because I, and I understand why that this scripture is like pretty much said at almost every wedding. If you're a Christian or even if not, they will say this scripture mm-hmm. a lot. <clears throat> the priest will, or the pastor or minister or whatever, the ordained person, person. <laughs> they'll read this scripture because it lists out what the ideal perfect love is. Mm-hmm. And literally you guys, this is impossible to achieve. Even with the Holy Spirit. It's just impossible because we're not God. He, These are all attributes of God. Because God is love. <laughs> the dishwasher started. That was so creepy. <laughs> uh, I like the title. The title page from for the uh, Bible. I don't know. I'm pretty app. sure it's just Bible app. Mm-hmm. It's love. The universal spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yes. Because everybody... Everybody has different spiritual gifts, but glyphs. love, glyphs, but love is supposed to be a gift, a spiritual gift of everyone. Uh, well, yeah, and love is like the driving factor of any of our spiritual yeah. gifts, if you think of just what spiritual gifts are. Well, well, how this starts, it says speaking in tongues. Prophesy. Prophesying. Knowledge. Uh, moving mountains. Yeah, knowledge, faith even. Mm-hmm. If you do not have love, then none mm-hmm. of those things mean anything. Which is amazing because the faith, like you could completely trust in God, but if you do not love people the way he tells you to, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? We were just talking about that at group. Like you'll be turned away if you aren't loving like the least of. Yeah. I can't remember. Love the least of these. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it just shows that what, how, like how that is God's like number one thing. He's like, I want, you want to be like me? Love. Love. Yeah, well, in that, to get just away from that scripture for a minute, there is one, I can't remember where it's at, but it says, oh yeah, um, husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. That's in Ephesians. Uh, But every time that they talk about love, I mean, I can keep going with these Mm -hmm. scriptures here. Um, When when God talks about loving, he talks about loving the way he does. Mm Mm-hmm. And like how he gave us people to live. The beginning, yeah. Genesis two twenty two, God made woman from the rib taken out of the man, brought her. This man said, "Bone flesh of my bone, blah blah blah." Love each other. Yeah. <laughs> like the Lord gave us people to love, love. each other, and it's the agape love. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not the brotherly love or the lustful love. It is a action. Some... Agape is a verb, and it's loving people the way God loves us. Yeah. It. Song of Solomon. Mm-hmm. Love is as strong as death. It's jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns like a blazing fire, like a mighty flame. Many waters cannot quench love. Rivers cannot sweep it away. If one were to give all the wealth of one's house for love, it would be utterly scorned. Like, it's literally saying that love is priceless. Above, above all. <laughs> above all above things. Above all things. And it just, it just shows how... 
it can be overwhelming when you look at this scripture, chapter 13 of First Corinthians, and you go, well, I can't love like that. You have to remember that it's not us doing it on our mm -hmm. own. It's the Holy Spirit loving people through us, mm -hmm. and that we're never going to be perfect at it until, you know, God's kingdom comes again. Then it will be perfect. And then all, I mean, think about that, like... Everybody will love like this perfectly. Mm. That's what it says down here. When uh, for we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial, partial will come, come to, to an end. end. Yeah. So right now we're partially loving people to the best of you know we allow the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So not our ability, but the to the best that we can. Which but isn't that great? <laughs> which isn't that great, right? <laughs> But someday there will be a perfect, and that's can, awesome. Yeah, and I kind of think just going through that points to um, just how, like, this is impossible. It's impossible to, like, just be perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, if you read the scripture, this is perfect love, like you mm -hmm. said, and we can't do that. But it makes me think of, like, this is telling us that this is how God loves us also. Like, this is perfect love, and this is how he loves us, and... It's just a good reminder that we aren't going to... We should strive for these things, but it doesn't keep a record of complaints. We aren't... I mean, when you fail at it, don't beat yourself up. Just apologize yeah. and keep going. Yeah. But it makes me think of how we shouldn't be looking to the world to give us this love. Like, it is perfect love, so we aren't going to find this here. We can't give it, and we can't get it from, from anybody, anybody but else God. but God. Yeah. yeah. And that that's like the true... <laughs> What is that called? Catch-22? I don't know what the phrase is. I when... almost wonder if maybe we can't even receive this completely from God, mm -hmm. either in the state that we are. Like, we can't comprehend it. Yeah. Then we won't until Jesus comes back and you well, know, yeah, his I mean... kingdom is established. It says, for now, we see only a reflection mm -hmm. as in a mirror. So yeah. we're only seeing, like, a reflection, a reflection of, of this it. love. Mm -hmm. We're not seeing the pure love as it is. And that's just, I mean, to know... Like, I've experienced God's love in this life, and it's amazing mm -hmm. to know that that's only a reflection of what yeah. it is going to be. Well, and it says that, now I know partially, but yeah. then I will know completely in the same way that I have been completely known. See that? And that blows my mind right there. We are completely known right now, but we only know partially. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, that, and that, I think, is one of the saddest things about today is that advertised all over... People are saying you can have this love if you have more money, if you look a certain way, if you yeah. sleep around and try and figure out yeah. what partner you like the best. Or well, That's why you should sleep around so you can find that perfect love. Love is love, so mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who you love. Mm -hmm. Love. <laughs> that's a whole, just that's a whole nother more. segue. Yeah. Well, you could just like keep Gosh. swimming in the advertisements yeah. of today. And because like we are books, all so thirsty TV shows. for the love. For this kind of love. Mm -hmm. And if we're looking for it in the world, we'll be always looking for it. And we'll try to fill it with something. Mm -hmm. We'll fill it with sex. We'll fill it with drugs. We'll fill it with our kids. We'll fill it with... Well, and it can be we'll even things idolize that our husbands. don't seem bad. Like mm -hmm. TV shows or music or books mm -hmm. and... Like, Food. You, yeah. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> dishwasher gets me every time. But I can totally attest to... Like when I have a bad day... All I want to do is get lost in a TV show. Yeah. Like, Zone everyone out. goes to bed. I turn on a TV show, and mm -hmm. I'm, like, in it. Yeah. I'm like, man, why Especially can't this be my life? Story. Because, yeah. I mean, 
the bear came and everybody killed it and it was perfect right in time. <laughs> Nothing is perfect right in time in my life. But that, I say that, it is. God's timing is perfect. I know that. I'm but just being sarcastic. But yeah, from our perspective, it's hard to be optimistic. Yeah. But And I can see that is so dangerous because then I, like I'm taking this made up thing that's telling me this is how your life should be and this is what it is, this is a good life. And even with things that we know aren't real, like werewolves and vampires and stuff, people can totally get into that oh, and yeah. just want that to be their life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's dangerous. Well, so when I was really not close to God, I would, and I started, I read the Twilight series, mm-hmm. you know, and here is the story, you know, is about this crazy love between a vampire and a girl. And this vampire, like, really wants to kill this girl, but he loves her so much that he doesn't. And, like, that just enthralled me, and it made me be like, it just makes you I go want into this to love fantasy me so much that they want to kill me, but don't because they love me. <laughs> the smell of her blood made, like, made him go crazy with bloodlust or whatever. Anyways, but the point was is that I started, like, reading book after book after book mm. after book because I was reading this love that I was like I want that mm-hmm. and I was married so it's like I have love from my husband but it's not like in the books well so it wasn't but also in the books even it does not compare and it's nowhere near as pure and good as God's love mm-hmm. and until I started reconnecting with God I didn't realize how just empty those books are and just not real yeah like just so i mean i knew they weren't real there are no vampires but they're not what what you should be (laughs) no who knows well i mean technically there are people people that probably do that that. vampires are real oh yeah if they're listening to this podcast and they think vampires are real they uh go ahead and message me i'll open that for them but um well, you find yourself just fantasizing about, yeah. like, what you think your life, life should be. be like. And even just, like, love stories without vampires, you know, romantic novels, and it just seems so passionate. And, like, that's what I need. No, that's not what we need. We already have a reckless, passionate love mm-hmm. from God without, like, we don't have to do anything for it. And I... Now I can read those books and enjoy them, mm-hmm. but it's not it's like, oh my gosh, this makes me jealous or this makes me feel like my marriage is inadequate. And I uh, now I just look back and I go, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I think that our, my marriage would ever be a romance novel? Yeah, well, and it, yeah, there's so, yeah, it's it's sad, but that it. That gets in the way of a lot of, mm. and I've actually, I've actually talked. I think I told you about it at mm. church. I had, I talked to an older gentleman whose marriage was, um, ended up ending because of specific and certain types of romance novels that his past wife was reading, and because she read them and it was like this passion and this different type of intimacy than what they were mm-hmm. having, she wanted to find that, and so she did start having affairs because she thought that. Like, she was looking for that. And, yes. Yep. You can start to fantasize about... He... It's him. There's something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. There's guys like this in this book. I will find them. I will find them. And, and it's so not true. No. Like, 
humans are humans and they all have faults and no one is perfect mm-hmm. and no one can measure up to romance novels and because they're not real. They're not real. See, that's what I used to get jealous of the characters back in the day. Mm-hmm. Now I just get jealous of the author's writing. Yeah. Like, I can't write that. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good storyteller. Yeah, and so now I know like what real fulfilling love is mm-hmm. from God. It just makes me laugh at a lot of those things because I'm like, <laughs> it's funny now because I'll read books or something. And I'll be like, you're looking for love in the wrong place. This isn't. <laughs> you're not gonna get this from this guy. And then yeah. in the book, they end up do getting it from that guy. But that's it's such a lie. Yeah, it's such a lie. And I understand there's like fantasy worlds, so God usually doesn't pertain in that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, with elves and stuff like that. There's fairies. No, yeah, there's no God. <laughs> no. Or they have gods. You I know? think that they but are the gods, aren't they? I <laughs> like guess. I don't know. They live forever. Yeah. Sure. They think they're gods. But what I'm... It's just... You can't look at a book and say, this is what love is. Yeah. You know, because it just gives you a really... Unless you're looking at the Bible. Well, <laughs> duh. I'm talking about fictional. <laughs> you never know what they think. <laughs> Yeah. You can look at the Bible. <laughs> it's the only book where you can look to see what love is. There you go. <laughs> yeah. A roundabout way of saying. <laughs> but, yeah. It's, um... And when I replaced the love is, love is with God, mm-hmm. that's when I realized, okay, God mm-hmm. is these things, mm-hmm. and he's going to love people like this through me if I allow him yeah which I don't always because my sin gets in the way or I'm too tired to pray and read my bible you know or we think we're distracted or I try to take over my life and not allow God to take the reins but when you allow him to use you there's always going to be a way that he loves someone through you the way he intends Mm -hmm. it well, and that is something that's so common, too, just to touch base on that, is that we get so caught up in the gifts that God has given us mm-hmm. that sometimes we forget who's given them to us, and we think, like, it's all on me. Mm-hmm. It's all on me. Thanks, God, for this, but I can do it now. Like, you yeah. equipped me, and I no longer need you. Yeah. But And that's when, that's when it starts to get twisted. I think the biggest thing for me is, like, I'll be like, okay, God, Holy Spirit, use me today to love people, like, love people through me, but then I'll get in the situations where I don't really want to love that person, and I'm Mm. like, okay, shut that door, (laughs) I ain't loving this person, they're a jerk. on the next one. (laughs) Yeah, but, or even, like, with your kids, where you can have these opportunities to love them the way he wants you to. And like, I mean, everybody should memorize this scripture, this mm-hmm. chaplet, this section of what love is. Just because when you're, you know, your kids are being little jerks or <laughs> grabbing every single thing in the grocery store or kicking each other, like that could be a teachable moment of one, loving them the way he would mm-hmm. and also teaching them what love is. And that's like, one of the hardest things for me yeah. is just to, in that moment, remind them, God wants us to love each other, and this is what love is. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important to memorize scripture. Yeah. Because those things will come into your mind in those moments. 
Yeah, and that yeah, we talked about we touched base on that when we talked about the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I also think that when you were talking about how we get to show that to people, my eyes just went back to now we mm-hmm. see a reflection in a mirror. Uh then we will see face to face. But we are like we are supposed to be that reflection. Yeah, we're a reflection and, of who God is. Yeah, we're supposed to be a reflection of the previous of four through the whole scripture yeah. or through the whole person <laughs> uh, and that like totally forget where I was going with that well yeah it's just it's something that a... with if we're modeling what God's love is out in the world even when we don't want to if we're allowing the Holy Spirit to help us with mm-hmm. that then yeah, they yeah. don't get to see God face to face but they get to see a reflection, a reflection of, of him, him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we are the face of God for right now mm-hmm. until he comes again. And, and you I mean, can even take the rest of that thing. scripture that way. Yeah. If now I know partially, now we are showing people partially. Yeah. But if we show them correctly and we are a reflection, mm-hmm. then they will also come to know completely. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially as a someone married to a non-believer mm-hmm. that's like my biggest issue I guess I don't know like that's something that I really try with and I need to be more attuned to when I'm not being loving just because I am a reflection of what mm-hmm. I'm professing and he I mean your spouses see you in the everything you know mm-hmm. when you're at your worst yeah unfortunately <laughs> they see everything so even when we're at our worst we still need to you know rely on the holy spirit to help to reflect god mm-hmm. um or at least go back and say sorry that was not that is not who i am and that's not who god has called mm-hmm. me to be and i think i think that's that's it's one of the hardest situations to be in because you have to still be serving god and also loving your husband and sometimes it's hard to bring the two together and I can attest to that just because I want to serve God and I want to work in the church and not just my job but volunteer mm-hmm. in the church and that is something that seriously drives a wedge between my husband and I a mm-hmm. lot of the time um, and that like that's an awkward balance to be in showing your husband God's love while also serving God. Yeah. And it, it's hard. Yeah. You, that's where it just comes down to praying, okay, then, what, <laughs> what exactly are you wanting me to do here? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm at a loss. Yeah. Because I felt like I was called to do this, but he's against that. So whatever the obstacle is here, you tell me what to do. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, mend this issue between us if and make it a non-issue. And he can do that. He yeah. can, you know, work in your husband's heart to... Well, there is... I'm going to have to look it up now, but there's a scripture. Yeah. Uh, it's, I can't remember exactly what it is, and that's really going to bother me. Um, but just being the reflection... I think it's in First Peter. It talks about wives being able to win over their husbands who are non-believers just with their actions mm-hmm. if they are showing mm-hmm. that love and yeah, I think um, it's it won't be anything that they say it'll just be their actions yep and I mean that's the agape love mm-hmm. you know you gotta act it out you gotta and it has to be from your heart I, I, I think we need to mention that and focus on that is that you can 
you can try to fake this kind of love. You know, you can, mm. you can try to, oh, I'm going to be patient. Even though in my heart, I'm really impatient and mm-hmm. like cussing at this person. Go, <laughs> you know, in your car. Or like for me, I think with my daughter, she's so, God help her. She's so slow. <laughs> like she just doesn't want to rush anywhere. And she's actually even said that to me. Like when I tell her to hurry up, it makes her want to go slower. And so it's like, it's a really big battle for me. Because, you know, when you have kids, you are almost always running late. You know? Or you're like, okay, we have to go now. (laughs) And so, like, me pretending to be patient, but really my heart is saying, I am so mad at you right now. I'm about to smack you, get in the car. Like, I've had those moments, and it's like, that's not, that doesn't mean anything. Because I'm not truly loving her. Mm. I'm not truly being patient. I'm like, in my heart. Yes, exactly. <laughs> In my heart, I'm, like, seething. <laughs> so, um, just let, that's, you have to let God change your heart. Yeah. And I'm, then those things will be coming more natural to you. say there's also, yeah, we have a, th- we talk about obedient hearts with our children and mm-hmm. doing things with happy hearts. And that's the same for us, but on a much larger scale. Because we are the ones teaching them to do those things. Yeah. You're, like, telling them, you need to obey me with a happy heart. Yet. <laughs> Am I obeying God with a happy heart? I'm not even reading a book right now because I don't want to know what he wants me to do. Oh, conviction. (laughs) Yeah. It's, and we're examples. Yeah. You know, and the kids may not know where our heart's at, but we know. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to instill those things in our kids if we're not, if we're not living them out. Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like such a phony. Well, our kids and our husbands, I actually was thinking about that tonight when I was praying with the kids before they got into bed. I was praying, help me to be a good example that they actually see as to why Mm -hmm. we worship you and why we love you. And I was like thinking, am I, am like does Cody know why? Mm-hmm. Like, does he ever see me actively reading my Bible? Is he ever around when I'm doing mm-hmm. that? No. No. Yeah. 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 Um, and even them, he may not know why. Like, I mean, my husband, but just he seeing thinks it's that just it's like an emotional though. thing. He's seen me read my Bible, but then he comes out and talks to me when I'm reading it. <laughs> but I've told him, like, in order for me to be a good person... Like, in order for me to treat people right, I have to spend time with Jesus. Because he's the one who makes me do that. Yeah. um, I think he thinks it's an emotional thing for me. Mm. But that's not it at all. It's like, literally, I am not that great of a person (laughs) without Jesus. (laughs) Well, and that's I think that's the hard part, is that there is a balance between it being something emotional. And that's usually Mm -hmm. the Kickstarter for it, is you have that emotional breakdown. Mm -hmm. And then you realize your need. Yeah. And then I mean worship that worship is emotional. Yeah. A we lot of have times. to have the emotions in order to yeah, like you said, see your need and then respond. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes like for me, like as I read his word, it becomes my emotions tie into my mind mm-hmm. and my soul and my spirit and it all comes together because you start to see God's goodness in his word and you see his promises mm-hmm. and you see all that he's done to save us and your emotions then you go oh wow oh wow this is more this is more than my emotions Mm -hmm. this is everything Mm -hmm. and i am nothing yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> Talk about being emotional. Yeah. Realizing that you are you nothing. Are nothing. <laughs> Jacob, you were. We just, our church is going over Isaiah. And in Isaiah 41, I think he. God says, like, Jacob, you worm. It's 40, Not, it's 40 or 41. But he talks about, I mean, he's not saying, Jacob, you're a worm. He's not being mean. He's, like, literally reminding us, like, Barriers. compared to me, mm-hmm. you are nothing. Well, and that's, like, we. you are a worm. Yeah, and that is why we dedicated Barrett, our youngest son, this over the weekend. And that was one of the things I pointed out at the end of Micah 6, 8, like, or walk humbly with God is what it says. Mm-hmm. Like, walk humbly. Mm-hmm. We are to remember who God is and what that means about us, where we are, our mm-hmm. station in life in comparison to God. And it is really low. Mm-hmm. So if you consider that, consider your station in comparison to God, you will have no other choice but to walk humbly yeah. with Him. Yeah. And that's like a, the fear of God and then just the wisdom. A wisdom, the awe of and God. And to me, that's not emotions at all. That's just knowing. No, be like, yeah. He being, is. He is almighty. He, he is, is all powerful and all knowing, and I can't even begin to imagine him. And that's not emotions. That's awe. That yes. Yeah. yeah, it's not like my heart's broken. I need you. Emotions can be just so superficial and like. Yeah, Selfish, I mean, TV commercials you know? make me emotional. Yes, exactly. And that, that's completely shallow. <laughs> Videos on Facebook. <laughs> I cry at them all the time. But the Bible and knowing, like, actually knowing God and who He is, that makes me in awe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that just changes my perspective. Mm-hmm. And then you tie in His love for us, and whoa. Like, really? You love us like this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can't even love my own kids sometimes the right way? Whoa. <laughs> well, and that, it does tie into God. There's, I was just looking up First John 4, 7 through 8. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and mm-hmm. knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. Like, literally... God is love, then God created love, and you can't fully love unless you know who God is. So, like, because our God husbands, they love our kids, and they, I mean, they're pretty good dads, and they're yeah, pretty they're good really husbands. Good they, they agape love us our, and our family often. So, they know God mm-hmm. because they know that love. And I expect you experience that love. so much mm-hmm. more when you have kids. Like, you mm-hmm. realize... I didn't know what the heck love was. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know sacrificial action or kind of love before kids. And you love, like, if you allow it and you grow in that, and especially if you have God with you, then you also can love your husbands better, mm-hmm. too. Like, I am such a better wife since I've had kids than before because I didn't know, mm-hmm. I didn't under, fully understand what love was. And how it needs to be selfless at times. And, mm-hmm. You know, not self-seeking. And not irritable. <laughs> no, yeah. And that, yeah, that's when kids definitely teach you mm-hmm. self-sacrifice. Yeah. And that, I think, was the hardest one for me to learn with children. Mm-hmm. I was like, they, they need me to do what? All <laughs> yeah, the time? all the time. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I just taught you this yesterday. You haven't learned it yet. 
Oh, wait, you've only been on the earth for three yeah. years. <laughs> but that's what, it definitely showed me areas that I was not being, like, irritable. Not, mm-hmm. No, I was being irritable. Yeah. Areas that I was not showing good Show, love to my husband. It shows you where love, mm-hmm. what love isn't. Mm-hmm. Like, you start to see, whoa, I am not very loving at times. Yeah. And well, I feel like, especially when you have the Holy Spirit, that is more so. Because I know I see, I see parents out there who don't see that they're not loving that way mm-hmm. like they are selfish and they are irritable and they snap at their kids at walmart you know and scream at them and it's like that walmart is a trigger for me also <laughs> no judgment about that i mean we all have been there but you can see where when a society mm. forgets what actual love is and we have it so distorted the world forgets what actual love yeah, is yeah like our whole entire country has lost the meaning of what true love is and that's when people grow up in their suicide and mm-hmm. depression and murder like mass murders i mean mm. people the, there is no the love you take the love out of things what real love is and everything just goes bad and I feel like God it, since he is love mm-hmm. if you're taking him out of everything that's gonna I mean that's gonna be where the where the issue starts mm-hmm. well yeah and that just talking about parents First uh, John four eighteen and 19 there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment the one who fears is not made perfect in love because we love because he first loved us. Like, if you just take that first part, perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. That's something I think that gets twisted just in God's character. Mm-hmm. And that he punishes, uh, he us. punishes us. And yeah. it's not... And that is just people not wanting to take responsibility for their own freaking mistakes. Yes, yes. It's not God punishing you. It's having reality of the world mm-hmm. that we live in and natural consequences happening because of your stupidity. Mm-hmm. And that, Your choices. Yeah, and that punishment, God doesn't punish us. Yeah. He put all of his punishment, all of that, onto Jesus. Yeah. That's done now. Yeah. We can we can drop that one in the bucket and well, walk even, on. Like in like, you know, he even before Jesus wasn't punishing uh, like Israel, he didn't punish them. He had he said, You do this and this will happen. If you do not do this, then bad things will happen. Yeah. And so he allowed the bad things Natural to happen. Consequences. But he did not punish Israel. He yeah. said, this is what the consequences of what you're doing will mm-hmm. be. And if you read it, you see that like the kings of Israel chose to do certain things. And that's what led them into mm-hmm. being you know, stricken from their whole land. And you know, half of them dying. Well, and we have, I mean, then that it's totally comparable if you take that. We have the same exact situation happening now. We say, sleep around, you could get an STD. Have unprotected sex, you could get pregnant. Yes. <laughs> Cheat on your husband, it might end in divorce. Yeah. Like, there's, we have the same exact thing as Israel had. Mm-hmm. Do this and this will happen. Yeah. Natural consequences. But we think, people think either they can blame it all on God. Yeah. Or just... Um, not blaming it all on God, but that, like, their natural consequences, they should be saved from their natural consequences because if they, they believe in God or, or if they, yeah. yeah. But natural, like, repenting doesn't take mm-hmm. away. This is an issue I had when I first became a Christian because I was mm-hmm. 
so immature with it. And I was like, everything's going to be hunky-dory. And yeah. anytime I do anything wrong, there aren't going to be any consequences. And it, like, blah. No. That blew up real quick. <laughs> but... Or I repented of everything now, and so there will be no issues here henceforward. Mm-hmm. As long as I keep repenting. Yeah, but and like it's so. Looking back now, that is God showing us His love. That was God showing Israel His love. He wanted to pour it out on them. They just chose not he to was accept it. Them. Yeah, he, was he wanted them. them to be the model of how to do things yeah. for everyone else, and that's exactly what thirteen Corinthians, First Corinthians thirteen, is saying about us now. Yeah. We are the reflection. We will have natural consequences because God loves us. He wants to refine mm-hmm. us to be a better reflection of him. Yeah. But the punishment thing, I mean, that love drives out fear. You should never be punishing your children with fear like that. It, yeah. You should be correcting like, you them You better love. do that or yeah. I'm going to whip your butt. Yeah. It's, it's just not a good way to build a relationship with them. They're not going to trust you and they're going to end up, you know, And even just even with spouses with also. Yes. Fear is... Yeah, honey, take their garbage out, and if you don't, I'm not going to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm not going to sleep, sleep with, with you. you. You, yeah. Yeah, you're sleeping on the couch. You know, yeah, that's not love. No. And God doesn't do that. And I think another thing is though that we need to mention is that sometimes people will have unthing, unfair things happen to them mm-hmm. that they had no, they did nothing yeah, to deserve nothing it. Nothing to deserve. They did nothing to cause it, but because other people sin they their consequences affect them Mm -hmm. so like your parents if they sin and they live in they make choices that affects your kids and i mean that just shows as a parent how we need to be vigilant about our lives Mm -hmm. but when we make bad choices that affects those who are under us and they have no choice in the matter. And mm-hmm. they did nothing to cause bad consequences. If we squander all of our money gambling and you end up homeless, your kids are homeless too. Mm-hmm. And that's not a punishment from God. That's just the way it is. I mean, that's a natural reaction. Mm-hmm. And I mean, or if you choose to be addicted to drugs, your kids have to live through that with you mm-hmm. and have the consequences of that, of them going into foster care mm-hmm. or them... You know, just being mentally damaged because of that. It's not any punishment from God. It is a consequence. And it affects the future generation that you're affecting. You know, and even if you're single, you affect those around you with your consequences. There's always somebody that loves you. And if you are choosing bad things or you're choosing to sin, or you're choosing to do things that lead you down a wrong path, your consequences affect other people too. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do anything to deserve it. It's just the cost of your bad choices. Mm-hmm. And it just shows that we have to <laughs> keep focused mm-hmm. on God and you know watch our actions and watch our choices. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is... I know that even now, even with me believing in God and, you know, being closer to him, I'm still going to have choices that I make that will affect my kids in a negative way. And that's scary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I just have to trust that, or I just have to keep vigilant and really be intentional about my walk with God and then also pray for them 
and that they will see the good more than the bad mm -hmm. and that you know god will reveal himself through me more than not <laughs> <laughs> like more than them saying she didn't show god at all yeah yeah <clears throat> i don't know how we got to that but i don't either but it's okay um, no, yeah, and I, I think, I mean, we are our children's first impression of who God is and what that love looks like, and so it is important to be, yeah, it is important to be vigilant in your own walk with God and your own understanding of Him and His love and your own acceptance of that love for yourself, because if you don't accept it for yourself, you can't pour it into anybody else. It's that outpouring of his love in you that you get to pour into someone else. So you have to know it for yourself and take it for yourself. That cat freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> she's climbing on the she's just ever, She's just everywhere tonight. Yep. I just, I think... I have decided doing this podcast that I am going to put like something up that just says love is and then just well I know I have that. I guess I could point to that. <laughs> but I but love we had, we is had a girl in mom's connection that did for the bank the brunch one year, Meredith, she did the she had like a whole thing that she like with pictures and everything that shows what love is. And um Was it like a printout? Yeah, well, there was a whole bunch of printouts, mm. and she gave me the original copy, and I found it just recently, and I was like, I need to hang those up in my kids' rooms. Yeah, and I need to, yeah, and I need to be pointing to that. Like, how simplifying of discipline is that? Are you showing love right now? Mm -hmm. Let's look. Let's look at the love and what love is. And is that love? No. And this is the consequence of you being unloving, because. That's what we were just talking about, is there are consequences when we choose to love or not love, when we choose to be self-seeking or selfish, or when we distort what love is, mm -hmm. there are consequences, especially if you know God and you call yourself a Christian and you're supposed to be a mirror of who God is. Mm -hmm. There are more so consequences that affect others people more than even just yourself mm -hmm. you'll have consequences and then you well, also could push somebody away from god because yeah. of you know well yeah up. i was gonna say sometimes your consequences affect others more than it will affect mm -hmm. you no oh, look at that person they're a christian and look at what happened to them mm -hmm. and that's actually some uh, you I know, know yeah yeah, yeah. i know what you're saying that. yeah directly yeah and, like people that i know that they ended up in a path that they said, I, mean, I, I should say not that, be here. Yeah, I can say that for Cody. Yeah. Cody, that was his thing. Uh -huh. He saw other people who were saying they were Christians acting in a way that wasn't what they said that they were doing. Uh -huh. And he was like, well, what the heck? What am I All doing? All Christians must be like this. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, I went to a school where there it was a Christian school, and they did not love people like this. The teachers, the mm -hmm. leaders of the school, they did not love people like this. And it was all about what you do and how you look mm -hmm. versus where your heart is. Yeah. And, I mean, I know for a fact that that has affected many people in their walk with Christ. It has pushed them away from Jesus because they said, that's what Jesus is? No thanks. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with that. 
and uh, I don't want to be somebody who has to answer for that, you know? No, that's terrifying. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. Really is. I feel like we talked a lot. <laughs> I feel like we covered I feel a like good we... chunk of love. I think that just if we're going to end it here, the last part of that love never fails. Like, God's love is never going to fail you. Cooper is totally ruining it. <laughs> he scared me. I forgot he was outside. Oh, the he dog's outside and scratching at the, the door. Dishwasher. What is going on? Uh, but no, that's God's love never fails. Mm-hmm. It it will never fail you. If you know God and you are putting your, what is what does it say? Your, it fully endures, fully trusts, fully hopes. If you're putting all those things in God, it, it will never fail you. Yeah. He will never fail you. So it's, yeah, it's foolproof guys mm-hmm. not saying bad things won't happen to your life because again there are consequences of other people's actions that will affect you but you will have and that's what we're actually going to talk about in the next episode our next yeah episode is joy joy if you're trusting me you. <laughs> I can't remember the next line I don't know what song you're singing so <laughs> If you trust in God and his love and you rely on his love, you will have a joy that just, no matter what happens, you will be happy. Peace that surpasses yes. all under, joy that well, surpasses we're all under joy. But peace, it's the same thing. Well, peace isn't on there. But yes, peace and joy go together. They go hand in hand. But yeah, so our next... Peace op- is a fruit of the spirit? No, patience. Patience? Peace is not a fruit of the spirit. I'm pretty sure it's in the book. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Peace is a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Disregard. Obviously, I need to study that scripture more. I do read a book with all the fruits of the spirit at like almost every week. So that's not good enough, I guess. I'm just going to have like all of my walls covered in scripture. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yes, peace is on there. But yes. It's actually like really high up there, too. Love, joy, peace. Whatever, Charity. You think you're better than me? I think I just read that book too much. Love is not arrogant. arrogant. Love corrects. Hey, Cooper. Alrighty. So, yes, we're going to talk about joy. And on the next one, and I think it's going to be pretty good um, because it's about how we choose joy. Mm-hmm. And we don't just expect it to fall in our lap. Mm-hmm. And remember, as we're going through all these, that love ties into all of them. You can't have joy without love. Not real joy. You can have a fake joy. And you can think you have joy. Nobody wants that. But you don't if you don't have this kind of love. Mm-hmm. Not just what the world tells us love is. So, if you guys learned anything, like, super good, <laughs> this podcast, hopefully somebody did. Uh, we'd love to hear about it. We'd love to hear how what your thoughts are on this kind of love. And, um, uh, and if, yeah, if we're going to, you have the thing that you talked about, the love is thing that Meredith Yeah. Said. So, and then, yeah, we'll try and post that too. I'm going to so put it up. I have all of the stuff printed out, so I'm going to put it up and I'll I can post a picture scan of it. it to a, mm-hmm. well, I can scan it so it's an actual PDF. Oh, yeah. So all the pictures. Yeah. 
I think she just Googled love is this oh. and then printed out pictures. But so because you can kind of make it your own. So I'll post a, a picture on Instagram okay. about what it looks like. Oh my gosh. The There's kids, a civil war going on around the us. Dogs and the cats <laughs> are trying to wake up Johnny. This is ridiculous. And yeah. All right. We'll you know where to find us. See you in the next one. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>